0: Hello, listeners. Welcome to Let's Talk Defense, Bharatshakti.n's own podcast. I'm Brigitte Chatterjee, editor of Today's episode is part of our technology series, Emerging Technologies and Disruptive Technology. Already, we've run a couple of episodes on these issues. The bigger issue is, are we going to fight battles very differently tomorrow? Well, to understand the battle tomorrow, we will be talking about a restricted area as on date and Today it will be artificial intelligence and multi-domain warfare. I have with me Commander Milind Colchester He runs a company called iKai Roads, which works in the field of industry Technology 4.0 for implementing tailor-made solutions. The company also conducts regular training. Welcome to the show, Commander. Good morning, sir. If you're comfortable, I'll start off with the first question straight away. And that is, can you explain the term artificial intelligence and multi-domain warfare? By multi-domain, I'm talking about, well, beyond the traditional domain. The three traditional domains were land, air, and sea. I'm talking about multi-domain. That is, and additionally, you have the space and cyber also as domains of warfare. Now, all this is going to be done in a net-centric environment. Can you explain what is the significance of these technologies for armed forces?
1: These emerging technologies like artificial intelligence and robotics are actually driving a fundamental change in the character of war all over the world. And their military applications are evolving very rapidly and India needs to keep pace with that. Keeping that in mind, we may describe artificial intelligence in a very simple term for the layman as a ability of a cyber-physical system to perform activities possessing some form of human intelligence, like in terms of pattern recognition, how we are trained from the childhood to recognize colors, uh, getting trained with practice, we learn with the, our skill with practice, uh, prediction or taking an independent decision, et cetera. So this is the kind of artificial intelligence basic definition we are looking at here. Artificial intelligence has already become part of our daily lives with applications such as we have chatbots, Google searches, maps, direction, et cetera. So world-over research is in progress for AI application and military ISR, that is intelligence surveillance and reconnaissance missions. Already combat functions in air, sea, land, cyber also has got AI, space is uh, getting uh, with this, So, uh, and underwater domain. Already AI research is going on rapidly and a lot of progress has been made. Like for example, uh, aircraft like uh, modern aircraft like F-35 they have about 90% of their technology based on the computing powers, which are cyber physical. In terms of warfighting in flying the aircraft, so it's all already there out in the world. So for example, taking uh, the air defense sector, we are looking at the flight trajectory of the enemy supersonic targets, and we would like to quickly acquire them uh, using the artificial intelligence, uh, mainly the machine learning and the deep learning uh, data science. Uh, with the advent of technologies of in space and cyber warfare, an integrated land, air, and maritime operations has become a basic necessity in today's uh, warfare. And this enables seamless operations of all the three services in this, as you have already defined the multi-domain operation or the MDA concept we call it, which is going to be the basis of the theater commands we are looking uh, from the technology point of view. Once all the administrative issues have been settled, this is my belief. The multi-domain operation is a well-established paradigm already. It has evolved with time and Navy, Army, Air Force, are going to work together in a joint manner. It means interoperability is to ensure an effective response to any real-time multi-layered war scenario. So here, MDO being a multi-layered engagement philosophy would be more amenable for artificial intelligence to be inserted for the quicker decision-making. So when AI is applied to concepts like MDO, the efficiency of the operations in the
0: multi-domain platforms are going to significantly improve. That is quite precise. Thank you. What I get to understand is, of course, it's fuller use of your the potential of your combat power and also the use of the combat power in domains that we haven't really fought in so far. Uh, I mean, not just us, even other countries, the uh, domain in the space or domain in the cyber. So, this complete domain is to be addressed by artificial intelligence in order to achieve supremacy or achieve dominance, whatever way you say. But let me get on to the next issue, and that is... When we talk about multi-domain operations, what role do you see for artificial intelligence specifically in this? And can you give us a nod example like you gave last time in your previous question also? If you give an example, it would be easier for us to simulate all that.
1: So, for uh, first, let's understand the MDO implementation itself, which is uh, still uh, a future thing for Indian Armed Forces. So, for MDO impl- implementation, a review of all aspects of warfighting methods is to be undertaken for the joint force operation uh, in the future of battlefield. This future may be a couple of years away. Uh, so, MDO is evolved keeping in mind the present and the future capabilities of our adversaries also. So, the concept aligns the resources to achieve a multi domain superiority against this specific, uh, you know, enemy or the threat we have got with constant improvements have occurring throughout the process. What are the processes? The military exercises we undertake and these military exercises generate some data sets, which is what is required for artificial intelligence to quickly learn and get trained. So every artificial intelligence engine, if we call that competition machine, has, has a development time a training time, and the deployability. So your test data has to be collected. So where does it come from? So that is a question which still is not being addressed. And this is not only with defense because obviously they are the end users, but the private public sector industries are supposed to start looking at this. Uh, Initially, a detailed study of all aspects of the warfighting methods, this is what the armed forces may have to do, is to be carried out to leverage the advantages of individual service arm when fielded in the Joint Force Command. So any military unit's survivability in any uh, adverse environment is a subcomponent of protection against the physical attacks. That is the bottom line of how we operate in uh, warfare zones. So in the threat perception scenario, survivability is computed in terms of susceptibility and the vulnerability which the unit has got, like for example the tank, ship or the aircraft. These threat perceptions competitions what is where we are looking at artificial intelligence to step in as a machine learning and the deep learning algorithm. So taking an example of a real world military scenario, as we are aware that the algorithms and data is what does the prediction for the missile firing. And we engage the target based on that. And for this, there's a very uh, well-known term weapon engagement zone, which is used by all the uh, three services or the WEZ, we call it. The WEZ algorithms are contained within the missile's fire control computer in the normal case. So these values are calculated continuously in real time during the flight with respect to the track target while the missile is still on the launcher itself. So I'm just trying to define where the AI is going to fit. The WEZ information is displayed to the operator so that a command can take a decision. Now, the use of artificial neural network has already been tried and tested to perform the function for the weapon engagement zone competition. And this can be amenably achieved through artificial intelligence. There are some very well known functions like Bayesian and all just for the information of the audiences. When the AI is incorporated within the MDO concept, this AI shall get refined iteratively. It will keep learning as and when we start using it through each of the military exercises and the war games which we have already. So to summarize, the AI-based distributed decision network is something which we have to start adopting To The AI in military applications specifically for combat role is still an evolving field and considered still far away from being a trustworthy partner for any key autonomous decision making and for the weapon launch. For example, the image processing algorithm for threat detection by an AI is still not 100% sure. So deployment of AI in MDO functionality is a evolving field, and we have to get on on the
0: bandwagon now to continue with it. Let me get on to the next question is, what are the limitations? You talked about how to use AI. What are the limitations of using AI in the multi-domain operations concept? And again, if you can give us an odd example to just be a point.
1: So uh, some of the major limitations are, you know, to start off with is the unawareness regarding the MDO concept itself. So uh, while MDO is evolving, we have the artificial intelligence, which has to be put in the architecture itself. So extensive realignment of procedure and processes for jointness are required to be incorporated to engage a multidimensional threat. And here. AI can play an important role that would be occurring once MDO concepts themselves are clear. So this is one of the major challenges here. The MDO itself should have an architecture which allows AI-based subsystems to be incorporated, which is one of the missing links here. Taking some of the points of the existing systems, which we are uh, already uh, fielding in the conventional warfare, uh, the system accuracies uh, needs to be far more improved for AI-level implementation, or the decision support system, which still is not there. The technology has evolved like processing methods. The processing power in the systems which are already there, has now reached uh, much higher and, on these technologies, can we implement the AI? Present system won't be able to handle the AI-based computations. The the previous systems were very sensitive environmental factors, you know, uh, and whenever there is an environmental factor which is coming in, like temperature, humidity, we have seen the output results of the computers, the analog computers or the semi-analog computers, you know, giving wrong results, which is uh, everybody usually faces in the field area. Now, a wrong result is going to, you know, give as a feedback to the system a wrong input and this becomes a vicious circle so your artificial intelligence decision making all goes uh, haywire. The uh, systems are highly dependent on the operator training to exploit the system efficiently. Now, when we have AI-based systems, they are going to be autonomous. So the operator level influence is going to be less. However, the systems are not designed from that point of view. modern digital training tools like augmented reality, virtual reality are presently coming in. In a conventional method, we had system which used to get developed, tried, tested, and then the operator used to get a hands-on experience. But in terms of AI, the experience has to start at the very beginning itself because the artificial intelligence engine has to get trained. The displays are getting richer with the three dimensional factors coming in. And most importantly, none of the present systems have been evolved with the design of machine learning or deep learning within it. So example is multi-platform, multi-sensor data fusion for common operational picture. So connectivity for uh, MDO has to be a high bandwidth for the AI data to be transferred.
0: Thank you, Commander. My last question to you, in fact, is uh, what are the challenges you think the Indian companies may encounter and uh, while developing artificial intelligence solutions for the armed forces. And what do you think are the conditions that favor the induction of AI into the And what are the conditions that really go against creating the conducive environment for AI to be put into place as far as the army is concerned? And may I request you, it's got to be very precise, bullet points on it.
1: Uh, sure, sir. So uh, to overcome the AI limitation, the work has to start from the armed forces side uh, to consider a 2 pronged uh, approach. Whereas we are talking about uh, doctrines and concepts of AI at the headquarter level, we should have some systems already evolving, small systems which st- should start evolving at the feet level so that at some stage, both these approaches merge. When it comes to implementation by any of the external agencies like private sector or uh, PSU, the military system availability itself for uh, key weapon systems like SSM, SAMs, gun mounts are usually with the military establishment for exploitation exercise. Now, the information which comes out while the system is being exploited and excess being undertaken is very critical for the development of the not likely to happen because field areas only the uniform people uh, do the service. The data set required to capture for design training of the AI system needs to be collected for such system. Further, mostly India has to still import the high-end technology and that means there are no ports, there is no visibility of inside what is happening in the machine for the, the industry to capture the AI related data sets. So that is one major challenge. And uh, the solutions are like, we have to go in for Atinderpal Bharat. If uh, the system is being, uh, you know, designed within the country, then uh, we can implement all these measures like available ports and the data collection uh, methods and all within the system development. So IT in India is already very evolved. And it is more oriented towards service sector. And there are many serious projects also happening within India. However, the interface of IT industry for military purposes is a gap which needs to be closed in, especially for the artificial intelligence related work. Defense procurement system itself has no provision for artificial intelligence to be, uh, you know, inbuilt for induction of uh, AI-based system, because AI-based system don't have a cutoff. That now it has come, the uh, bill of supply has been completed and payment has to get cleared because there's a training pattern it has to undergo. Now, as per the defense procurement procedure, the confusion is going to be, when do we say the system is ready to be deployed for, let's say, firing a gun mount or for launching a missile? Now, that decision is what is still a gray area. So. For anybody to supply AI based system within defense, uh, the defense procurement manual itself has to bring in clarity. The document itself has become so bulky. On the lighter uh, side, I always keep recommending that probably we have to use artificial intelligence to demystify the defense procurement procedures and manuals because they are all interlinked and intertwined. And if I look at it, they are very much, uh, you know, um, uh, amenable for um, AI to be implemented within it. So India too needs to evolve these new military doctrines and operations for future warfare because the enemy too shed deploy similar fire- warfighting capabilities. That is in air, sea, land and space and cyber.
0: Right. Thank you, uh, Commander. Thank you so much. I think that was a very precise and very interesting exam- I mean, explanation of AI in MDO, multi-domain operation that you came out with. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us and thank you for sparing the time. Thank
1: you very
0: much. Listeners, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for logging in and do log in now and then. You will find such interesting stories. We will want to continue with our technology series and you might find a couple of them in the next few weeks. Thank you.